My name is Nate Phillips, and I am the champion of J.I.W. After our debut episode of season four took the world by storm, the high, yeah, that's right, the highest rated premiere in J.I.C.N. history, and it's all because of me, and this is my confidant, the man closest to me. Hit him with a little bit of that bubbly buckles. Check us out on Journey Into Wrestling, where the Podfather and I run down everything from the bingo halls to the brightest delights. If it's in between the ropes, it's on Journey Into Wrestling. Every other Wednesday on the Journey Into Comics Network. Following, following the following journey into comics 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 network 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 production production Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode 44 of Poor 360. And if you hear any chirping while I am talking, there is a small bird on my shoulder because uh, I was gone out of town for the weekend. So um, Liz and my bird, Peter, is uh, was a, was kind of by himself, obviously taken care of. but So he's been a little lonely. So as I was recording this, I decided to bring him out. So he's a little chirpy tonight. So apologize for that. But I just wanted to kind of bring you a show, and I don't really have anything specifically planned. Um, it's been kind of a crazy week, and I've been home since Friday, like, conscious, like, not sleeping. I've probably been home just, like, like six hours. So I've really, and I still have to pack because I'm going on a work trip tomorrow. So it's been a bit... Uh, bit crazy so yeah so as you listen to this episode um i will be on a plane heading to south carolina um every so often i have to go on a work trips either to a an installation site or to the manufacturer's facility so it's a little hectic but uh i wanted to make sure i got you guys some content so uh you weren't left learning but to be honest i don't know how many people are going to be listening to this as many of you know disney plus is dropping uh, the same day as my show, totally stealing my thunder. I don't know why they chose Tuesday to drop it, but hey, what are you going to do? They're Disney. They have all the money and power in the world and can flaunt it everywhere they wish. And I will not be one of the day one Disney Plus participants. Um, kind of waiting. Um, I'm half expecting uh, the amount of people to do it to cause some server issues, and there might be some delays, and it's a lot of chaos, and despite some of the trailers I've seen for the shows, like The Mandalorian, that, which looks great, I think I'm going to wait, probably get it uh, the first of the year, or thereabout. I'm actually waiting to see about the, um, get more info about the package with Hulu Plus and ESPN Plus. Um, Liz and I have... Uh, hulu right now but it's with uh with ads and i'm looking at a an ad-free version and i want to see if disney plus is going to have an ad-free version i know i've looked around and it's shown that um basically you get the package and you already have um disney or you already have like espn plus or hulu plus 
you get a credit um, from your to the account. I, I honestly don't know how that's supposed to work. So they give you money to your Hulu account to cover it. I I don't know. So I don't know if it's like if the adder messes that up. If you get the ad free, which I know it's like a couple, two or three extra dollars, which for the amount of ads, I really want to work through some backlog of shows, but um, not unlike Netflix, the the ads can turn binging a show that would take twenty minutes to a full half hour, or a show that's an hour or forty five minutes total in runtime to the hour, and it's just and with Hulu, the ads I've in my experience, are usually the same ads over and over and over and over again, which gets really old. Um, so we're kind of waiting to see about that. So I might get it sometime in December uh, when things slow down, either at work or just in life in general, or wait till like the first of the year. Kind of waiting to see. Nothing's really making me. Maybe I'll get in the spirit to watch The Mandalorian after I see um, – the rise of skywalker uh end of december and maybe over the holidays when i'm traveling i know disney plus has the option to download stuff for later viewing so i have some flights coming up later uh in december so maybe that'll be a time to do it just as something to watch but i'm not i'm in no rush there so we'll kind of see how the rest of the the year plays out but i know there's a lot of people in the network who are gonna be day one and watching like i wouldn't be half expecting if like by noon tomorrow dick is somehow already watched all of the Disney Plus original content that he's interested in. Like, I was sort of like, I wake up and Dick's already watched The Mandalorian before he went to work or something crazy. I don't know. Uh, Dick's a Dick's a character, so it wouldn't put it past him. And probably just to, to bug Tyler to do it. So, but yeah, that's uh, kind of what's going on there. Uh, like I said, I was out. Um, I was gone Friday through Sunday, I was uh, down in Central Illinois visiting, well, I saw my parents and, like, my family down there. Uh, I was there for a wedding of um, uh, Liz's uh, family friend, who's, like, a neighbor, uh, was getting married, so it was a, a Central Illinois wedding, so we went down there for that, and just, it happened to work out cause, to see my family, so it was nice, um, actually a little warmer than expected, but, you know, it was a wedding, so you're getting ready and it was like a Saturday afternoon so the ceremony part was in the afternoon and then the dinner and reception all that's in the evening so it was a pretty full day and then Sunday just running around and then getting the usual Sunday with the volunteering and getting prepped for the week and despite today being Veterans Day um uh still obviously at work I was considering taking it off but it just it didn't I have too much going on with leaving for my work trip on Tuesday, it's just it just became a mess. So, yeah, so it's just I've not had time to really uh, get anything else done. But like I'm leaving some home improvement projects that I was working on on Friday because I did take Friday off because we were leaving early. So like Friday in the morning, I was uh, working on a few things and just didn't have time to finish them up. So I still have some some chunky uh, drywall mud on the walls in uh, the bathroom when I was uh, enclosing where I put um, where I put the the vanity light in because I had to offset it because of this whole thing. And uh, shout out to Tyler for helping me with that. I ended up uh, able to work around it, but it was still nice to um, bounce my ideas off a, a trained electrician or a apprentice electrician. I, I'm not sure exactly uh, Tyler's title, but... He's a smart guy, and he was able to help me through it. And even though I was able to make it work in the end, uh, 
it's still nice to be able to bounce ideas off of. There's not too many people like besides like my dad or my uh, my father-in-law or his father-in-law. It's without some uh, some knowledgeable people, I would have been kind of stuck. But that's how you get better. Yes, Peter. Hello, you're interrupting. I know he's very chatty, and he's probably pooping all over me. Yeah, lovely. Um, yeah, birds are great. Um, oh, God damn it! Now I got some on me. Sorry, I'm getting distracted because this bird is very chatty. Hello. Um, yeah, but uh, it's kind of surprising. Uh, Peter doesn't usually... Um, sorry, he just flew to his perch. Um, he's not usually that chatty. He's, um, he's a rosy bork, which I believe we've talked about on adulting, or I've talked about with Liz on a podcast at all. But uh, they're a type of the common parakeet, the budgie um, parakeet, but... A little different. They're not as talkative. They stay more low to the ground. They're they're pretty chill. He doesn't really fly off, but we still have to get his wings clipped on the regular. So, um, but never thought I'd get a bird in my life, but now I have one, and it goes with the the menagerie of animals we have in our house. And um, our friends talk about sometimes that we need an intervention, but it it's fine. We uh, we manage, and they make uh, they make the boring uh, less so. So. Yeah, definitely do that. But before I get into kind of more of the, the meat and potatoes of the show, which I'm still trying to figure out what to focus on because there's a little bit. I'll kind of provide some more updates. Um, also, I hope everyone who's been uh, driving around lately is handling the weather. I know we had some uh, some snow over the weekend and there's been like flight delays and stuff. So if anyone's out there, hopefully your travel didn't get delayed too much. Um also, for those who were listening to last week's show, uh, I talked about uh, the Netflix special that um, Seth Meyers did uh, called Lobby Baby, where it had a skip, uh, a skip politics button built in. I did watch the special. Um, I had not seen it when I recorded last week, but I watched it. I watched it on my phone and it never like stopped to prompt me. I think it was like um, one of the gray boxes and I just missed it and it just continued playing. So it's not like it gave you an active choice. It's just like you got to be paying attention. And they weren't like bad. They were just like he's a late night talk show host. So it was just some of the jokes he would do on a monologue. But I didn't mind it. And he did definitely seem like he had planned it. One, recording that special because he talked about it and they kind of had a setup to. Um, to people who had skipped it, he like it was just an in joke in the show. So it's definitely not something that Netflix is decided to do after the fact as a way to appeal to a larger audience. Now I have a cat trying to get under the door to the office. Um, because I have a bird in here, that's not happening because they are not friends. And the last time Peter confronted one of my other pets, Peter ended up swatted out of the sky by my dog so that's why we keep the door closed but i have a very unhappy rory with both arms under the door trying to get in here but he can't because the door is locked <laughs> but um like i was saying so i watch specials nothing nothing crazy i do like watching uh netflix comedy special and i'm excited because eliza schlesinger uh, i think that's how i pronounce it she's a She's a comedian. Um, she's a ton of specials on Netflix, and I encourage anyone to listen to her. She's pretty funny. She does um, not voices, but she has kind of um, kind of character voices that just kind of slip into 
uh, to accentuate jokes. It's just more exaggerated of her own voice and personality, or like kind of like the voice in your head, like you're conscious. It's all that fun, but she's doing it for a while, and it's always like true to her life at the time. Like uh, she did Elder Millennial, which is the last one I watched, which came out sometime last year. Um, and now this one, it's like. Um, she's about to get married or she's already married, but it's just, it's fun. Personally, sorry, I got a notification. I don't know why my phone is exploding. Probably something crazy. I, I've noticed that my phone has this crazy vibrate that if it's on like a hard surface, it'll just like, sounds like it's trying to break through to the other side, but it's probably a vibration intensity that I should be able to turn down, which I think I'll do after I'm done recording this because... I've had it on my desk at work or on uh, on this little like tray on my computer monitor, and if I get a notification, it it just it wake up the whole office if anyone was sleeping. So definitely something I'm gonna deal with later. Um, but yeah, but getting back to that skip politics button, I know it's been kind of a tangent night. I'd have no real structure plan, so we're just gonna update and kind of go over the place and talk about some of the news, some of the stuff I saw while I was traveling, and kind of update you on kind of the more goings on uh in and around my show so the thing about this skip button i think it's setting a precedence because we've seen netflix talk about wanting the ability to uh let you run anything on netflix at a larger speed like you would like an audiobook or a podcast where you can be like oh it's going to speed up 1.5 times or 1.25 times or two times and i think with the skip button with that it's it's definitely setting a precedent that netflix could manipulate anything on the on the podcast or no on their on their thing and with i know they're trying to just be more competitive and so oh maybe like people sometimes will listen to audiobooks at two speeds maybe they'll binge the office at two times speed like i don't know for one how that will look visually sped up like that i know with listening you can pick up more words because at least in my experience when i listen to audiobook like one and a half speed it kind of just cuts out pause and it's not really too crazy um but yeah, I think it's giving uh, Netflix too much power. And I know in this um, expanding streaming uh, space we're living in, we're like Apple TV or Apple Plus or whatever the Apple's uh, show is, or streaming service is. And with Disney Plus and with HBO Max and Peak on all these, it's just they're trying to do something different to be relevant. And I think that's where we're hitting, getting some issues. And I think... Um, Obviously, I want Netflix to stick around. I know they were the, the first out the gate, and uh, I think they need to stick around for a while because despite rights changing, I think their original content is still the best out there. Um, some may disagree. Um, I know Hulu has some great shows. Um, Castle Rock is one that I'm really enjoying that I'm still working through. Um, and But uh, Netflix had, like, Stranger Things, House of Cards... Um, Bojack Horseman is another fun show, a little animated. Um, Brace and Frankie is another one. I like the John Waterston and Martin Sheen in them. So it's a great show. Um, I think it's funny that I, I name drop Grace and Frankie, and then I take the two male characters that aren't their names aren't even in the title. Um, lots of fun there. So I think it's just something they're trying to do, just to be appear more relevant, and we'll see what happens. Um, and, I, and it, got, it got me thinking um, that is the amount of content these shows are trying to create to be more competitive, to get people to 
subscribe to them and give them their money if it's diluting the industry or if it's just filling voids that already exist. Like, I, I, for one, even though I like the ability to, like, binge stuff a bunch of stuff at once, it does cause me problems in watching my regularly scheduled programming. Like, if... I have a, I have an app, like I've talked about before, that helps me keep up with all the shows I am watching um, on all the networks, like all the CW shows, like The Good Place, The Good Doctor, um, The Blacklist, all these shows that I try and keep up with on the regular. Um, but if I had it all at once... Would I just spend a day or two binging all of it and then moving on? Like, I feel like at least watch this lets you digest it more. Like, I couldn't tell you the plot of the Thirsty to Stranger Things. I know it involved, like, a monster and rats and stuff. But I... But when I feel like when you watch a show week to week, you actually get more of a build. You get, think about each episode more. It's not like you're devouring, like, one chunk. I... So, I don't know. I think... I like that a lot of networks now are not doing the... We dropped the whole season at once. Enjoy. They're doing the... We might give you three episodes at a time, or we'll give you an episode a week. I'm kind of glad they're... It's kind of becoming that way. I think binging is not something that needs to be actively done. I do like doing it for shows I've watched through once already. Uh, like, I've done it through it multiple times with, like, Parks and Rec and The Office. I did it with How I Met Your Mother before it left Netflix, and... I think it's on Hulu now. It might be on Amazon. I, I'm not sure. It The rights are very fluid, it seems, these days. And um, I know Hulu has Seinfeld, but I've never really binged Seinfeld. But maybe I will when I have the ad-free. I'm, I'm not honestly sure. I know I've seen all the episodes out, very out of order um, since it was on TBS when I was in, a kid. But um, kind of where else was I going with this? But yeah, I think the... I've saw, I saw a thing recently about how much you're going to spend if you su subscribe to every streaming service available, and it's about as much as a cable package when you're already paying for internet through Comcast or direct... or whatever you're, wherever you're getting your internet from. I have Comcast Xfinity, and I pay like $75-$80 for... Um, cable, basic cable, so I get like six channels, and I don't, you know, I have the, I don't have a cable box. I decided to do like the smart thing, so um, I'm supposed to be able to have it on my smart TV, but my smart TV is old enough that it doesn't allow the. It's just a big mess of a thing, but I use like I have the Xfinity Stream app on my phone, and it gives me login so I can access like, oh, I can access the uh, the NBC app or the CBS app and cast it to the TV or whatever. So. It doesn't invite, but I'm still paying $80 just for internet and the ability to stream other shows off their network, uh, off other networks um, under that umbrella. So if you add that to like, oh, you're paying 15 bucks for Netflix and let's say the doing the bundle and you're paying 16 bucks, 15 bucks for uh, Disney Plus and Hulu Plus, you're paying like the $5 for... Um, Apple TV, and you're paying the 10.99 for CBS All Access, and you wanted HBO, and you wanted Stars, and all like you're all these premium channels that you don't have their own streaming things now. So it ends up being a lot more than if everything was bundled together like it was on when everyone had a cable package. Even if they were paying 200 bucks, it still seemed like the better alternative. But I don't know. At least with this, it makes it more a la carte, which 
I wish that's how uh, cable worked. Because um, obviously, if I had full cable, um, you have to pay for all these like sports broadcasting fees, which I don't watch sports on TV regularly. Um, I'm in Final, I'm in Final Fantasy. I'm in. I play fantasy football, and I, I basically I keep up with the. The games that matter. If I were at a relative's house that's more into the sports, I'll watch it there. But I'm not sitting on my couch on a Thursday night watching Thursday night football or Monday night football or any of the games on Sunday. I just will keep up with the scores and I'll kind of move on. So it's not really a big thing for me to to want to pay all those fees. If I could just get the channels I want, which is most of the major broadcast networks, plus like FX, and I know Liz would like like the Travel Channel and ID and all those shows. If I was able to like oh, these channels come basic and then you can pay a buck or two a month to get this channel. And I'm like, I would rather do that than be like, oh, well, if you pay $50 more, you get these channels, which you only want six of. Like, I'd much prefer that, and I wish that was more of an option, but sadly it is not. Um, yeah, I'm sorry again for this episode being all over the place. Um, one thing I did see that I did find an article for that I was kind of reading through um, before... Uh, this show, um, before this show started, I was just, I got, I saw a movie, uh, with a friend that I've, um, haven't really had a chance to, like, spend any time with, just because we've both been so busy, and even when we have time, we end up canceling because we're both exhausted, so, um, we did see a movie, um, probably a movie I wouldn't actually have seen before, but it had a showtime that worked, and it seemed kind of funny, we saw that John Cena kids movie, well, not really a kids movie, it was just a, uh, like a family comedy, kind of like, um, oh, what's that? Mark Wahlberg adoption family. So it was that, um, playing with fire. It was like the, there's smoke jumpers who people fight forest fires and they have like, there's three kids that they rescue that they don't have, their family's not around. So they kind of take them in and it's this kind of heartwarming story. It was an enjoyable film. It was nice. It was an hour and a half. So it was kind of quick move. I got my drink and my popcorn and kind of enjoyed it. And I've had, uh, popcorn in a bit, so it was a nice treat, and even though everything's been stressful, I kind of it was kind of nice to kind of unplug for a little bit. Um, so while kind of thinking about the episode, I did see, I remember seeing it uh, on Twitter a few days back or last week or something. Uh, Donald Trump uh, tweeted about his son's book. Um, his son wrote a book called, um, oh, what was the book's title? It was. Uh, Oh, it was like triggered. I know it was like the main title, but it had like a subtitle. I'm trying to figure out what it was called here. Um, doesn't list the full titles. Uh, triggered how the left thrives on hate and wants to silence us. Yeah, so very obnoxious. And Donald Trump Jr. knows about does he does I don't know why he's writing a book about um. about politics he's the only thing going from him is he's the son of the president is I think he has a business degree but he's just the he's the heir apparent to Donald Trump's life essentially and looks the part and acts the part so but he's never gonna get into politics and I at least I got I hope not if uh the apple doesn't fall far from the tree in this case um but uh, I remember someone tweeting that it's uh, it's kind of funny that um, 
Donald Trump is praising a book he didn't read, written by his son who didn't write it. It was kind of funny because most likely it was a like a ghostwriter or kind of how um, it came out. Like the art of the deal was, even though it was said it was written by Donald Trump, was actually um, written. It was like a very loose collaboration where a guy wrote, wrote the book and then Trump just threw in some points about it and that's how it is. I'm assuming it was pretty much like this or how... Um, Bill Clinton kind of wrote that book. So he got like the bigger headline, but it was like mostly this other person's job. It's just kind of how that was. But uh, I saw something about um, that at a recent book event on uh, UCLA's campus. Um, he got uh, got heckled from his own, or from his supporters or his father's supporters regarding the fact that he wasn't talking about the book, and it's probably because there's parts of the book that he doesn't want to... He either didn't read fully, I don't know. Um, but here's the, the article. It's from The Guardian. So, let's see. Donald Trump Jr. ventured out to the University of California's overwhelming liberal Los Angeles campus on Sunday, hoping to prove what he had just argued in his book, that the hate-filled American left was hell-bent on silence given anyone who else supported the Trump presidency. But the parents backfired with his own supporters, diehard Make America Great Again conservatives, raised their voices most loudly in protests, and ended up drowning him out by the 20 minutes to an event scheduled to last two hours. The audience was angry that Trump Jr. and his girlfriend, Kimberly Guilfoyle? Ah, Guilfoyle. I was watching Silicon Valley earlier. Another show I watched that's on HBO. Um, that One of the characters, his last name is Guilfoyle. Um, so they would not take questions. The loud shouts of USA, USA, then that greeted Trump when he first appeared on the stage at University Lecture Hall to promote his book, quickly morphed into even louder, openly hostile chants of Q&A, Q&A. Which I don't think I've ever heard someone chant Q&A at someone. That's, uh, that's a new one. The 450-strong audience had just been told they would not be allowed to ask questions due to time constraints. At first, Trump and Guilfoyle tried to ignore the discontent, which originated with a fringe group of American firsters who believed that Trump administration had been taken captive by a cabal of internationalists, free traders, and apologists for massacre immigration. When the sharing would not subside, Trump Jr. tried and failed to argue that taking questions from the floor risked creating sound bites that left-wing social media posters would abuse and distort. Nobody was buying that. In minutes, the entire argument put forward by the president's son that he was willing to engage dialogue, but that it was the left that refused to tolerate free speech crumbled. I'm willing to listen, Trump began. Q&A, Q&A, the audience yelled back. We'll go into the lions and then talk, Trump tried again. Then open the Q&A came the immediate response. Guilfoyle, forced to shout to make herself heard, told students in the crowd, you're not making your parents proud by being rude and disruptive. She and Trump Jr. then left the stage. Um, the fasco pointed to a factional rift on a, the Trump-supporting conservatives... Or the Trump-supporting conservative right and the, been, and the has, that has been growing rapidly in recent weeks, particularly among Zoomers, student-age activists, on one side are one of the sponsors of Trump Jr.'s book, Turning Point USA, a campus conservative group with... Trigger of bringing provocative right-wing speakers to liberal universities. On their side are far-right activists, often referred to as right supremacists and neo-Nazis, although many of them reject such labels, who believe in slamming the door on all immigrants, not just those who cross the border without documents and who want to end America's military and diplomatic agents at the wider world. A number of the loudest voices on these events were supporters of Nick Fuentes, a 21-year-old activist with a podcast called America First that has predicted taking particular aim at Turning Point USA and its 25-year-old founder, Charlie Kirk. Uh, in a number of his own recent campus appearances, Kirk has faced questions accusing him of being more interested in supporting Israel than putting America first. 
He was responded by calling his detractors conspiracists and racists. On Sunday, Kirk appeared alongside Trump Jr. and Guilfoyle, but said nothing. Two Fuentes supporters, delighted with the outcome of Trump Jr.'s appearance, later told The Guardian the pro-Trump movement was being infected with fake conservatism, and the president himself was at the mercy of a cabal of deep state operatives who wouldn't let him do many of the things he campaigned on. Uh, the pair, who called themselves Joe and Orion Mil- uh, Miles, said it was an absolute disaster for them. We wanted to ask questions about immigration and about Christianity, but they didn't want to face those questions. Um, also, Trump Jr. was expecting a small army of triggered left-wingers to clamor for his silence. He did not get it. No more than 35 protesters showed up, and despite making a lot of noise with drums and whistles and shouts of Trump, Pence out now, resisted taunts and insults from the proctors and Make America Great Again hats from across the line of metal barriers. Um, so it's very interesting. It seems like there, um, there's a fracturing, um, in the Republican Party, um, from the far right, um, wanting a very closed, uh, U.S. and the more moderate right, um... Or maybe just the more pro-Trump, uh, every decision he makes. Kind of hard to see. So there is some fracturing among the Republican Party, and maybe that will cause um, some issues later in uh, the election cycle. Because uh, it doesn't seem, at least how this is playing out, that he has a... Um, there's not a unified Republican Party, the same as the Democratic Party is still very much split amongst uh, the dozen or more um democratic candidates still in play for the 2020 um primary so we'll kind of see how that shakes out um i just thought that was interesting um for one i there's i've i walked to my library on occasion there's been a ton of books with trump's face in and around the cover and it's usually books like this um Either books from the the left saying basically what Trump's doing is ruining America, and then one from the right saying uh, what Trump's doing is great, and what they're doing on the left is ruining America. It's just a lot. I know I don't remember this as much during uh, Obama's presidency. I think just because people are more vocal now, um, I'm not sure exactly. Um, but it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, it was more events. I think he was hoping for just a... Yeah, like like I said, the article is open for a lot of just like-minded individuals who would be there to uh, be on his side and seeing a divided group of Trump supporters. Ones that are extremely for Trump and wanting a kind of a closed-off world and those are just for Trump and his agenda and uh, not as conspiracy-heavy... Uh, um, so it's kind of interesting to see how that plays out. And I know this was on the heels of Trump um, going to a few different sporting events, hoping for the praise and finally getting it at a college football game on Saturday, um, which I believe it was the LSU-Alabama game that was a major upset. And um, he did get a bunch of cheers there, which it's an LSU-Alabama game. I'm not all that surprised. Uh Trump won both those states by wide margins, I believe. It's been a it's been a while since I've looked at the the polling data, but I know he won a lot of the southern states. 
um, very conservative areas. Obviously, when you're in the Bible Belt, that's kind of what happens. Um, but yeah, that's uh, kind of a very loose of what I wanted to talk about today. Um, I don't have much else to say. Um, I know we're gearing up for the holidays, so that's always going to be fun. Uh, for those interested, I know there's a lot of... Uh, Wow, now my cat is very upset that I'm still in here and he won't let him in. His food's in here, so that might be part of it, even though he already ate his breakfast and dinner. But we had the gravity feeder out from when we were gone because obviously no one's going to come the days we were gone to add more food. So we just do a gravity feeder and they can graze at will. And they got very used to that, so now they're just hungry and upset. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yes, the holidays are uh, coming up. And I know for those of you who are big... Black Friday fans, they get a lot of their Christmas shopping out of the way or whatever, their gifts for others. Um, I know Amazon already has some of their deals out. If you um, A lot of leaked Black Friday ads have been circulating so far, and that'll only happen in the coming weeks. Um, with Thanksgiving so late in the year, it'll um, venture to see any crazy deals. Um, maybe Disney Plus will have a, another fun addition to their bundle, or maybe they'll do something to coincide with Black Friday. Um, maybe some of their streaming services will do something. Um, be nice if Amazon had a, uh, a deal on Prime. I ended my Prime recently just because I don't like paying like $150 for the year and I didn't feel like paying uh, $12.99 a month anymore. For I maybe buy one or two things from Amazon a month. Um, and I already watched, like, The Boys and the shows on Amazon that I was going to watch. Um, so we'll visit that. I know Liz and I still need to get just, like, a joint Amazon Prime account, but it's just not something that we've really uh, talked about. But we'll see. Um, but I think that will wrap up uh, Poor360 for this week. Um, a little all over the place, but as is the nature of this show... Um, for those uh, homeowners or um, house renters, make sure you are um, winterizing uh, your house okay. Uh, now it's time to make sure that you're uh, brought in like your garden hoses. Um, that if you don't have like the frost-proof faucets, make sure you uh, make sure you turn them to the slow drip. Um, get those foam cover caps for them. Just so with the ice temperatures, you're not getting a uh, ice up in there, which can cause a uh, the pipe to burst or crack, and you'll have issues uh, come the spring when you want to use them again. Um, and bring obviously bring your hoses and all that stuff inside. Um, I know the winter kind of snuck up on us. I feel like uh, the week for Halloween, I was enjoying uh, a fire pit in my backyard and having friends, and then Halloween, like five days later, it was. Uh, few inches of snow and everything was just covered and it was frosty and everything so um you get those covers check your uh, gutters uh for leaves um once the snow starts melting you could end with ice dams if the water can't properly drain and it's not good for anyone so uh i know it's hard right now especially with snow on the roof but i've been trying to uh clean up my gutters for week well basically since before halloween but 
every time I thought I was going to have time to do it, it's either too dark after I get off work or there's been snow on top of it. So I definitely need to get in there and get those cleared out. But hoping for a, uh, a sunny day uh, up in the 40s where I can actually get in there and do that. But as of yet, I don't think that seems likely. Uh, I'm looking at the the Weather Channel app right now to see what the, the rest of the week looks like. But I think... Um, We'll have time on like Saturday if the weather uh, warms up enough. If we're getting more snow on Wednesday, lovely. Uh, Friday, uh, Sunday's going to be in the 40s, so maybe that'll be. It's going to be in the 40s uh, next week, so. Yeah, the next week is I'm going to try and get um, a lot more of that stuff done. I got some more foam caps for my outside spigots today. Um, I already had like rock salt, and I've been really looking at getting a snow blower, um, just because sometimes it's a pain to just shovel your driveway, especially when you have that mound of stuff. the The snow plow or the the plow truck will leave at the end of your driveway, but uh, I haven't found the one that I'm willing to pull the trigger on so I'm not going to pay $400 for a gas-powered one and I feel like the ones are like 150 or two um you know they're like electric and but like they're they have plastic pieces I'm worried that's just gonna break given the the icy conditions we end up having with our snow um so until then I'm just gonna do the the fun back-breaking uh Shoveling. I even got one of those um, extra handled snow shovels that um, you have the main handle and you have like a separate scooping handle so you can kind of give you that more oomph to kind of pull. But I'm a tall guy and it's not a very tall uh, shovel so it made it so it's still strenuous after a while. I remember last year I was like, I'm getting a snow plower next year and just haven't got around to doing that. I almost want to just break out my leaf blower and just blow the light fluffy stuff away. But. That kind of seems uh, counterproductive, or at least not ideal, but I'm kind of rambling. It's been a hell of a day, and I still have to pack and get myself situated for tomorrow, so we'll see. It kind of, part of me wants to just go to bed, get up early, and do it, but I know I never can trust. You can never trust, you, you can go to sleep with the highest of hopes, but you can never trust the morning version of yourself that's comfy in bed to get up and do things. Um, but with that, I think I will wrap up this week's episode. This has been episode 44 of Poor360. I am your host, Andrew Poor, and you guys have a great week. You've been listening to Poor360. You can find us on the socials at Poor360 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find us and all the other podcasts on our network at journeyintocomics.com or early access at patreon.com slash journeyintocomics. You can find us on all podcasting platforms like CastBox, Podbean, Stitch Radio, Spotify, and many others.